0: Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. And I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe.
1: Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 160, Previews in a Half Shell. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm John. And I'm Shannon. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, yeah, this is going to be one of our previews episode. Unfortunately, it's also going to be a previews episode that is going to tell you about books that are coming out in February, when normally we'd cover books that are going to come out in two months in advance. But as you uh, heard me mention in the last episode, I had a cold, so I wasn't able to even talk and uh during the holidays so i wasn't able to cover these previews uh during that time period so i figured better late than never so you can still pre-order any of these books through your comic shop uh they should be able to order most if not all of them uh at this point but before we get into the actual previews uh just recently uh star joe's number one had a six-year anniversary so we've been doing this show i've been I've been doing this show for six years, um, which seems a lot longer than it actually was, uh, <laughs> uh, in a good way. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, I am very happy to have John and Shannon along. I know a lot of our listeners are happy to now have you guys as regular hosts now on the show. Um, Robert, when he decides to show up, and Chuck, if he ever decides to show up. Uh <laughs> <laughs> ah. I talked to Chuck just recently. He's doing fine. Um, he actually still listens to the show, so that's which is good. And he says he's looking forward to one day being able to come back. So. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah, so and I'm going to – Okay, if he's listening, I need to say something. <laughs> okay. Chuck, you and Knutson need to get a damn room because <laughs> these, these, these email, these instant message groups that you add me to showing – Half naked Duke and telling you you love each other. <laughs> I, I care greatly about you guys, but come on, this is silly. So yeah. get a room and or well, a, the Tower or whatever you need to do, but work it out. But man, that was the thing. I, I want out. They posted that meme of like
1: uh, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. It's uh, Duke and Roadblock talking, in Roadblock saying, "What did you do before the war or something like that, or before you joined the military?" And then it's a picture of Channing Tatum from Magic Mike. And then it's and then it's roadblocking Duke again, and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. Um, and Chuck starts talking about how it's you know Duke is you know six foot whatever eyes of blue all that you know that whatever the kiss song is, All American Man or whatever. And I was like, I was like, yeah, if you want your All American Man like shirtless, which I know is what you go for. And he's like, Hell yeah! And I'm like, All right, that I don't need any more than that. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then they're both saying, I love you to each other. Knitsen was like, I love you, bro. And he's like, love you, too. I'm with you, John. They can get a room somewhere else.
0: Again, I, I just, I want out. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to remove myself from the list. And, you know, again, I, I wish you all the happiness in the world. But I, I it's, it's le- for me. It's legal now. They can get married. So
1: <laughs> they want to head down that path. Um, So, uh with it being six years uh i'm sure people are wondering like what we have planned in the future you know are we still going on what's what's happening with the show um i don't have any plans of it ending anytime soon
0: so i thought maybe you were going to announce this was the end (laughs) 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 i'm going to wonder what's going on shannon you and i are going to go do that uh we're going to go do our podcast about. uh yeah we'll go do a podcast about something else i
1: guess (laughs) uh Glad you guys could join us and be official hosts for all of, like...
0: My, my Hal Needham podcast will be starting in just a few <laughs> weeks, so be be on the lookout.
1: So, uh, so, no, there is no end in sight. I have absolutely no plans of ending this show anytime soon. Um, I still love doing it. I'm enjoying it even more now that we have more of an ensemble cast, because I love hearing your guys' opinions on, on stuff, and... As we've learned, there's abs- you absolutely have no idea what's going to come out of Shannon or John's mouth at any time. Of- Whatever. <laughs> Which, by the way, Shannon, I know I sent you a picture of it, but uh, I love the return address on your Christmas card. Uh, I was sh- wondering if you're going to notice that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, Shannon sent a Christmas card, and, he, and the return address said Bo Jackson.
2: <laughs> as far
1: as who it was from. So...
2: I thought that was fantastic. So, well, you guys have seen he's having a moment, right? Because they've got that commercial. Oh that yeah, in, yeah. And there's that one they're talking about like the strongest running back, and it's you know the guy says, "Oh, Emmitt Smith, the strongest running back ever in the NFL," or whatever. And Bo Jackson's standing there snapping bats. Yeah. Over yes. his leg for firewood. Yes. I just want that as like a, you know, just put that gif on my on my website.
1: Yeah, I think someone did post the gif on um on the um. Facebook. Well, I found the one where
2: he was snapping it over his head.
1: Oh, nice. He like, Very nice. Um, but, yeah, so for 2016, and this is basically just plans for really probably within the first quarter all these things might happen or should happen. Um, I posted on both the group page and the fan page pictures, cluing in, just giving clues as to things we're covering. And some of them are pretty obvious. Um, and I'm actually going to see if I can... Find them here because I, I think they're still on the fan page, not too far down. Um, but one of them is uh, was a picture of Mark Wade because I did I mentioned it in the past. I spoke to Mark Wade at Baltimore Con, and he said he'd be happy to come out and do an interview. Um, I've been in communication with him since then, and, and as you can imagine, with the holidays and everything else, it just wasn't. We kept not being able to arrange anything, but he is very much interested in coming on the show and, and doing an interview. So, um, you know, he apologized, he actually apologized multiple times that we just couldn't make the connection. Like we were hoping. So, um, so that was pretty awesome to know that that's going to happen. Um, what am I not enough? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey, you asked, don't ask questions. You don't Sh- want the answer. If uh, you Apparently
0: I'm not either. So, you know,
1: I'm no, bad. <clears throat> No, you guys are official hosts. These are interview uh, guests that we are going to have on the show. So important people. Okay. <laughs> right. If you want to put it that way, sure. Jerk one. <laughs> so um, one of the other pictures, which I know John's interested as far as what it means, is uh, a picture of the Transformers character Gears. But the picture looked like a what was? what you say, John? It was like a heavy metal. He looked like
0: a heavy metal singer. Yeah. Yes, <laughs>
1: So, uh, Gears is actually going to be the next uh, profile episode that I do. because uh, ah. I did Snake Eyes, but then I wanted to pick a character that was very obscure, or a little bit, at least a little obscure. Um, and I don't know if people remember this, but one of our when we used to do the toy reviews, one of the toy reviews we did was Gears. It was a newer Gears Transformer that came out. And it was because Gears was one of Chuck's favorite characters when he was a kid, because it was one of the Transformers he had as a kid. So I figured since Chuck can't <laughs> be here as an homage to him, I would cover one of his favorite characters. So, and and this, Gears
0: Gears for this, is gear, this is Gears, not Gyro Gear Loose, correct?
1: Right, right.
0: All right, just making sure. Yeah, oh, okay. This is Gears, the. the We're, uh, we're not going to go into a DuckTales <laughs> podcast.
1: No, 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 no.
0: Was that DuckTales?
1: Uh, I think so.
0: Or was he on? Okay, sorry, I so. I, I digress. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I was hope I really was hoping for some kind of metal episode, which we were going to do, um, hey, we could do a heavy metal, uh, metal episode talk at any
1: time. Yeah, we, I have no problem with that. We want to talk about heavy metal sometime. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm good.
2: write it down. <laughs> um, I never I, get I, my big bam review.
0: <laughs> Shannon, just for you, I'm going to do a rush. We're going to do a rush one. <laughs> okay, and we're going to bring Daniel on.
2: I think you should brush. do a show with Daniel anyway.
0: <laughs> well, he'll just sit there and fart the whole time. But uh, well, that's you know, fine. but uh, yeah, he's my son. He's got gastric issues. Me we neither. talked about that on the last episode. It was kind of an inside joke, so I'll just announce it to the world. There is a video of my son doing. Yeah, so just I I should find the video and put it on the website. But um, Daniel, my my twelve year old, saw Shannon back a few months ago and said, Shannon, I got to show you something. And he hands him his phone. He's got this video on it, and it's a video of of Jacob, my older boy, fifteen now. Heaven forbid, Merry Christmas to me. He runs in his room and he throws a shoe or something at Daniel's butt, and he hits it, and he farted right on cue, and just big old nasty (laughs) fart. I mean, I have boys, and again, you know, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Poor Shannon didn't know what to think. You know,
2: he I <laughs> I'm the father of the year. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, how did, <laughs> how, yeah, <we're>, but, the, <laughs> but the thing is, is what do you say to that? Like, how do you compliment on that? That was a good you one. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm, money shot. Way to go, kid yeah, I just it's, don't.
0: Heidi just says she needs a bigger house. She's like, I gotta get out of this because when they get get
2: to be older, it's gonna be <clears throat> just better an air, air filter. Bad news. <laughs> What's that? That are an air filter. <laughs> it only filters smoke, not toxins.
1: <laughs> oh, nice throwback. <laughs> um, so speaking of which, <laughs> uh, one of the pictures is obviously now an episode that you would have already heard uh, by the time this one comes out, which is uh, – it was a picture from The Force Awakens. So obviously we've already come through on that episode. Yeah, well, um, well, um, what? It awoke. Oh, yeah. I thought you said it blowed. <laughs> Wait, I was I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> that comes later.
1: And then one of the images, very obvious. It was actually <laughs> image with words that said five best comic book writers. So we did our five favorite artists. We're going to be doing five favorite writers at some point. Like I said, sometime in this first quarter. Um, uh, there was a picture from the G.I. Joe cartoon. So, hey, guess what? We're going to do another animated episode which I know everyone has been hounding us for, like when you guys going to do another animated episode, it's like we want to do one. We just haven't done one yet. (laughs) So, um, in fact, I think that probably should be our next episode that we do. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not, but.
0: Done and done.
1: done. Sound good. All right. Um, And I'll let you guys talk to the Viper. What's that? Are we on
0: the Viper yet?
1: We did the Viper. Yeah, we did the Viper.
0: I I don't think I was on that one.
1: No, you weren't. I don't think you were.
0: That was before I, I, I became, yeah, before you were I kind of to full time. So yeah, I'm sure you did. I can't remember, but I will let you. I will
1: email you guys and I'll post it on the the group page and the in the fan page which episodes we're going to be covering when we do that. So, um, so you guys know which ones to watch. <clears throat> um, the other image was a whole bunch of um uh, movie posters. If you actually blew it up to see all the small images. <laughs> And they were all movies from 1984, so obviously we're going to continue our movies through the 1980s. I can tell you I've already put together my list for 1984, and that was not an easy year for me to put together. I don't know if you guys have already looked at yours yet or not. So I didn't even know. Oh. Thanks, for, thanks for letting me
2: know.
0: <laughs> no, you- but I, I do have to say, thank goodness for Encore Movie Network. We talked about Mister Mom, yeah. Last time, you know, in that last episode in 1983, yeah, it just happened to be on last night. Nice. And I saw my shot where the where I saw that scene where the baby ate the chili, and it made my <laughs> evening. And I, I and and Ryan, I thought about what you were talking about with the two by fours, and oh, you're gonna wire this 220, 220, 221, whatever yeah, it needs. Oh, that oh again, <laughs> recommended again. That movie is a
2: scream. It, it is so funny. So. It is so. What is that? Oh heavenly kid. What? Nineteen eighty four. Oh, I think oh. so.
0: I think it is. It's uh, also totally. Amadeus, which I don't know if that's going to be on my top five or not. But
1: I, it, you know. I can tell you, it's not in my top five. But I definitely saw it, and it's a it's a it's a unique movie. Um, I, I like it.
0: it huh. Oh, it, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, and it's Tom Hulse. Who? What else did he do? I mean, obviously, he became a Broadway guy. Right. But he was he was in. He was Animal House. Animal House. It's yeah. like the greatest yeah. thing he ever did. And then he was Mozart. And then like you, he did what? Like one other movie? Yeah. Maybe. You
2: know, Birdie. But I, 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 I love that it. movie so much. I used to laugh like that all the time, just annoy the hell out of people. <laughs> that yeah, that exact one. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, when you guys look at 1984, there is some big blockbuster movies. Really,
0: really fun movies in '84.
1: Yeah, there's some. Big... Yeah, all of me.
0: And guess what there is a Hal Needham <laughs> film too. So it will be Yes, on my there list. is. There <laughs> is. I
1: saw that. The second I saw the movie I was like, "Oh, this is going to be on John's Oh, you
0: know what, John. Which one? John's top 5. Which one? It did, oh, you got to watch, you got to listen to the next episode. Uh, I when, when, when
1: you go through the list, look will, at the poster. Yeah, you will know it in a second. The second you see it, you'll be like, "Oh, that's the one John was referring to." <laughs> hmm. So um yeah, and actually, when I when you look at the when you see the list of movies that come out, um, unfortunately, once again, if anyone's been listening to the show long enough, they will know what my number one is, but um, I'm not going to reveal it obviously until we do that episode. So
0: I know what it is. I think. Yeah, I think you do. I'm pretty.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty certain. <clears throat> we were talking about it earlier. Let's put it that way.
2: Sure. Last Starfighter.
1: <laughs> right. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to that episode.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about it now, Mister. <laughs>
1: Well, okay, so here's something to, before I get into the last item that was on, in the photos, uh, which is probably the most interesting and the one you guys know about, but our listeners don't know about. Um, but I think they'll be excited about it. Um, but before we get into that, one, you mouthing off like that made, <laughs> just made me think of this. <laughs> is, um, I was reading an article that talked about how uh, George Lucas, like, had a lot of people that challenged him when he did the original trilogy. Like they would challenge what he wanted to do or say and and all that type of stuff in the movie. And because of that, there were some big changes that were made in the original trilogy that obviously ended up working because people really loved them. But when he went to do the prequels, one of the problems was he was surrounded by a lot of yes men, like a lot of people that just whatever George wanted to do, they were actually intimidated to tell him something different. Yes, Ryan. <laughs> well, what I was gonna say is the thing I like about doing this show, especially having you guys on board, is the fact that a lot of the and people don't always know this, but a lot of the stuff that we come up with, what we're gonna do next, or um, how we're gonna do something, is very much a collaborative effort. I, I think, at least you know, you guys. A lot of times, I'll mention something, and you're like, yeah, well, why don't we do this or why don't we do that? And I like the fact that it's not just. Even though I I'm kind of like running the show, I'm not. Controlling the show, and I don't want it to end that way. I, I, I hope
0: you're watching the game, controlling it. Oh, sorry, that was a right. one night in Bangkok reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get my kicks above the waistline.
1: Chan <laughs> just likes to kick me right in the nuts. It's, so. <laughs> it's what I'm trained to do, right? Uh, so, but no, seriously, like I, I do like the fact that you guys constantly will bring up ideas and and like it becomes a collaborative effort then at least i think it does i don't know um but that's one thing i would say in 2016 i hope we'll see them <laughs> you're not going to do anymore <laughs> <laughs> no. not listening
2: to you guys at all no in 2016 it's my way or the
1: highway i hope you guys will come with even more things that you want to do and and we can make shows out of it so
2: everybody wants to be mr black you mr pink <laughs>
1: Just like, just like John mentioned the heavy metal.
2: So that, there you go. that'll be a good...
0: Listen, it's like Cheryl Crow said, who's certainly not heavy metal. All I want to do is have some fun.
2: Right. Oh, my God. But, uh,
0: I get the feeling I'm not the only one. That was a bad reference, though, John. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> she was super cute in that video, though.
1: Sure. got to admit. Super cute doesn't mean I want to listen to her music, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> so the last image that was there was a duffel (laughs) bag-looking thing that said Studio Pro on it. And no one – I was really surprised because people made comments about some of the things, some of the images and everything else. But no one asked me what the hell that meant. (laughs) Okay. I'm asking you. Okay. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) So what I'm looking to do is in 2016, hopefully late February at the latest, I'm hoping, um, is I'm looking to start doing some YouTube videos. Uh, and what these will be is they'll be they'll start off as pretty much mostly comic reviews. Uh, there might be and some then, other industry talk as far as things related to the show. And then stripper videos.
0: Right. Yikes. But only of Shannon.
2: You said YouTube, not some of the other things that you can't talk about on where we should be discussing. wait till he tries to do that upside down thing on the poll. That's gonna be funny.
1: <laughs> that will bring in a lot of viewers.
2: <laughs> I pay.
1: Right. Um, so what I will be doing is, like I said, I'll be doing comic reviews. I'm kind of approaching it like uh, I see a lot of movie reviews out there because I've watched a lot of comic reviews on YouTube. And not to be mean, but most of them are kind of dull. Yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah they not good. Um, there's a few that I really like, uh, that I really enjoy, but there's not a whole lot out there comic-wise. And I think what it is is a lot of comic book people are kind of reserved people, and then you throw them in front of a camera and they kind of freeze up or something. I'm hoping that won't be the case for me. Oh, I don't think so. (laughs) So, um, there'll be like five to 10 minute videos, uh, talking about a particular comic or comics. And then like you said, there might be some industry stuff. I'm also hoping that with going to like conventions, I'll be able to videotape, you know, either live interviews there or, um, or just videos of what's going on at, the conventions and everything else. Uh, certainly the ones that we go to is, you know, where a lot of us from the show are at, there'll be video footage there. So you guys better watch what you're doing. Shit. <laughs> um, but I did a lot. These guys will tell you, I did a lot of research, a lot of like, cause I've been mentioning this for a little while to them already. Um, I've done a lot of homework on it and found out what I need to make it look professional, to make it look, You know, at least of decent quality. It probably won't be great quality until I can upgrade to some nicer equipment. 4K. What's that? 4K. Right. IMAX. Absolutely. If we if we can get there, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, so for Christmas, just like when I started this podcast, uh, for Christmas I got uh, a microphone and and a laptop and stuff like that. So for this Christmas, I got. You know, a webcam that will actually record in 1080p. Um, I got a green screen because yes, I'll probably do some stuff with X. Um, I've got um, a what else? I get a tripod to put the camera on. You know, the stuff that I need. Plus, I'm going to be getting the digital software that I need to do video editing, and it's one of the best ones out there. That was the one thing I didn't want to skimp on budget-wise was the actual editing software, because I found out from doing a lot of research, that's one of your most critical elements, uh, is being what you can do and change once the recording is done. So, um, but the Studio Pro image there is actually lighting, which is something I also learned a ridiculous amount about, is how to position your lights and to to light you appropriately and light your background uh, behind you. I thought there was a lot that went into podcasting when I started. There is about 10 times more that goes into video casting. Um, But I'm excited about it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be really interesting. Um, And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing – I'm hoping that everyone that listens to the show will go and check out at least a few of the videos to see if you like it or not. Uh, And then hopefully subscribe and keep watching them. So, um,
2: so yeah. So so, So you got a green screen. Yeah. Okay, so who's making robots? Who's making robots? Yeah. What do you mean? Who's making robots? We're going to be doing our own MSD3K thing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Bring it to Baltimore. Here we go. Oh I'm yeah. I'm serious. I'm serious. We totally that would be too damn how, funny. We do- Maybe Ryan, we can just do is, cheesy how big ass is Muppets. The green screen. What's that?
0: How big is the green screen? It's a five x seven. Holy cow, man! Yeah, it's a decent size. It's, I thought I got lucky getting nice pans to cook with for Christmas. You got, you got a whole new video rig. I'm, I'm yeah.
1: man. Well, it's from multiple people, so look at film over here. But uh, but it's a green screen on one side and a blue screen on the other side. It's actually it's like reversible. You can flip flop it uh, depending on what people are wearing, obviously. Um, but you can also uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's just it's really cool the things you can do with that. But it is collapsible the the green screen. So if uh, I can. Br- so you
0: can bring it, and I'll wear green pants. And go, Where are my legs? Where are my legs?
2: <laughs> exactly. Other
0: oh, humanity.
1: I've actually just.
2: I've actually just love the idea of Ryan doing like daily weather, all, you know, <laughs> like all the time.
1: That's probably what I'll start with, you know, just the the test footage and everything else. <laughs> um, but no, so uh, yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, I definitely plan on bringing the video stuff with me to uh, Baltimore, <laughs> and so I think it'll be kind of fun. But yeah, if you want to do something like the MST. Uh, 3K, that'd be great. Um, I
2: just think it's funny.
0: I just yeah. like the idea of like... He's scripting it now. He's going to
2: start... I just see like worn out puppets from like 1975 <laughs> that people had in their basement for six years.
1: Well, I'll tell you a puppet I have that could actually be used for it is, do you remember, you might not, but do you remember Pets.com had the sock puppet?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, the, yeah. The, yeah.
1: I have one of those. I actually okay. ordered the pets from pets.com. You could actually get a puppet like that.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I know which they one
0: the I need. <clears throat> insult dog.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
0: For copyright infringement or something, because he was to poop on. But
2: yep. yeah, uh, I'll have to get a count puppet.
0: That, we saw who survived that battle, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. You know, he still has a show, or had a show.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: with Jack Brer. That's amazing.
1: Yep. But yeah, so I, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a lot of fun and and I liked I liked the idea too, Shannon, of doing stuff like that. Um, but it was funny too because I actually remember I came to um, and John, I don't know if you were there at the time I first started talking about this or not, but um, I went. I know Robert and Shannon were there, and I said, "All right, I need you guys to be brutally honest with me before I even look into investing into something like this. I need you to tell me what." problems you think i'm going to run into or what things i should be wary of um which you guys gave some good advice and i was like no no i need you to be brutally honest like ryan your face should not be in front of a camera i Ah,
0: know i wasn't there for that (laughs)
1: like
0: because i would just tell you not to wear that green star joe shirt right right speaking of when am i going to be able to get some new star joe shirts because i got it
1: very soon very soon um let's talk
0: offline about that
1: yeah make it yeah, and then and I would say within the next uh, couple weeks I'll have that up and running for us. So, um, so yeah, look forward to Star Joe's shirts coming up too. Being, anyone can just go and purchase them whenever, and I'll have those links for that uh, in a future episode as well as uh, on our on our website, on the Facebook page, and on the uh, fan page. So, um, but yeah, so like a lot of things are going to be happening in 2016. Um, I also found out with doing YouTube that you need to be consistent and put material out pretty consistently, which has oh, yeah. obviously not been a strong suit for the podcast. But <laughs> um, so my plan is that I'll record a bunch of episodes at one time, and then I can release them every week, hopefully. So this way, it'll, it'll be a very steady stream of videos coming out. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of the news for at least the first quarter of 2016. <laughs> What's up? All the,
2: Nothing. Oh. All the news that is good news. Right, with Gary Gnu.
1: So with that, we can go into some previews here. Um, I have the previews book in front of me. I wanted to mention some stuff, and you guys feel free to jump in to anything. If you have any questions about any of the stuff I'm covering or anything you know right. that's coming out. Brandt. Brandt. Well, rant, ahead, the rant will be coming a little bit in a little bit. All right. First, I'm going to go through some of the Marvel stuff that's coming out that just kind of caught my eye that I'm kind of interested in. Um, so in February is Spider-Man number one, which is the Miles Morales Spider-Man uh, coming out. And it's going to be written by Brian Michael Bendis. And the art is by Sarah Pacelli, who I really like her artwork. So uh, that's kind of one of the – I like Michael – uh, Brian Michael Bendis' writing. Um, I like Sarah Pacelli's art. I I like the character of Miles Morales, so it was kind of a no-brainer for me to pick that up and read it. Um, <clears throat> another issue I wanted to mention, just because I, I read the first couple issues of this, and it was actually really good, was uh, Star-Lord number four. It will come out in February. I've read the first two issues of Star-Lord. It's really good. Um, it is um, based, It's Star-Lord went right after, not too long after his mother was killed. And he's now like 18 years old and it's his early adventures. So it's before he joins up with the Guardians of the Galaxy and, all, and killed,
0: all. I'm sorry, killed or died? Is this based on the movie or?
1: It's based on the uh, comic books.
0: Sorry. Okay. I just want to make sure. Yeah, okay. no,
1: fair question. Because they do actually make changes to some of the characters in this comic book. I'm sure because of the movie, like Yandu's in it and Yandu looks like Yandu yeah. from the movie. He doesn't look yeah. like Yandu from the or comic. Yandu, yeah. Right. So, um, and he is part, he's, he's the head of a, a pirate gang and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's taking it's almost like it's taking elements from the comic and the movie and blending them together. But yeah. the thing I like about it is the story is good, but it, it's also a standalone title. Like you don't need to be reading anything else. Guardians of the Galaxy related uh, because it's not going to tie into any of that stuff. So I always like it when I can refer someone to a title like that, because let's face it, so many titles, it's like, you have to read this one and this one and this one and this one in order to understand everything that's going on. So, <clears throat> uh, another title, I know I mentioned it last. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it last previews for anyone out there who misses Spider-Man from when he was in high school and stories of that time period of Peter Parker, uh, you should be picking up Spidey. Uh, Spidey number one and two have already come out, and in February, Spidey number three will come out, where he faces against the lizard. And Spider-Man, this is classic Peter Parker in high school Spider-Man. It's got the quips. It's got the it, him still learning to be a hero. Um, it's everything you would want from that era of Spider-Man. <clears throat> we also have Star Wars number 16, which is Re- uh, the start of a new story called Rebel Jail. And evidently, I haven't finished reading Vader Down yet, but evidently from Vader Down, there's an important captive that is put into a rebel prison, and that kind of starts a whole new story arc there. So, And the uh, is still Jason Aaron, but the artist for that is going to be, uh, is it Linel Yu? Is that how you yeah, say it? Yu. Oh, Shannon, do you know? You're not going to answer. What?
2: How to say his name? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I'm going to you. Okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then we have uh,
1: Thanos, uh, the Infinity Finale, which uh, there was Thanos, the Infinity Relativity, and Thanos, the Infinity Revelation. This is like the third and I'm assuming the final uh, graphic novel which is written by Jim Starlin and penciled by Ron Lim. So, classic team up there. And then one omnibus, I'm sure, I don't know if you guys have ever read uh, any of this before, but they did They did finally come out with, or they're going to come out with the omnibus of Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> That's cool.
1: So, it is... Uh,
0: So this is the original Shang-Chi.
1: Original Shang-Chi.
0: Steve Gerber, right?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, Steve Englehart.
0: I'm sorry, Englehart. Yes. Okay. So it was... uh, Apologies. Yeah, that's great.
1: Steve Englehart, Doug uh, Mench, uh, Len Wein, and Pencil by Jim Starlin, Paul Galaci, Al Milgram, uh, Keith Poehler, John Buscema, uh, Sal Buscema, Ross Andrew, and and more, they said, so... um, But it's got like the special Marvel edition 15 through 16, Master of Kung Fu 17 through 37, uh, Giant Size Master of Kung Fu 1 through 4, Giant Size Spider Man number two, and material from Iron Man Annual number four. So it is all the original. Evidently, they worked out the legalities of Fu Manchu and all that because he is mentioned in the in the description. Mm. I was actually pretty excited to see that because I'm like. I've heard amazing things about that. I've only read maybe one or two issues from back then. So I was really happy to to hear about that. Main previews book. It's weird. Previews always does, uh, uh, Marvel is always like a separate book. I don't know how or why that happens, but um, Marvel gets to be special from everybody else, I guess. Um, In Dark Horse, they're starting a new uh, Tomb Raider series which seems to be more of Laura Croft when she's at least a little bit older than the last series. The last series was more about her being like a teenager. I was expecting it to be about her like learning how to be an adventurer or, an art, you know, an explorer. And it was really just about her being a teenager and getting into the middle of different things. Um, this seems like it's more of her being an actual Tomb Raider. So uh, I'm interested in that one. Uh, from D- There wasn't really much else from Dark Horse that jumped out at me. But from DC is Wonder Woman Earth-1 hardcover. This is, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, they've done like the Batman Earth-1, Teen Titans Earth-1, Superman Earth-1. They take place on a, a one of the multiverse areas. And it's a complete retelling of those characters. Um, completely new and fresh. This one is actually going to be written by Grant Morrison. Which I have mixed reviews about, so mixed mixed feelings about. Um, and it's but the art is by Yannick Paquette, so the art will definitely be good. Uh, the cover has Wonder Woman in bondage, so I'm thinking it's yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it looks like he's uh, taking some uh, Grant Morrison's taking some cues from the original creator, which was uh, Marston. So. Because uh, he always put—I don't know if people know that or not—but Marston always put Wonder Woman in different uh, bondage poses and stuff like that. Uh, she would always get captured and be tied up
2: somehow. Did you guys know about that? I thought that what was Jimmy Olsen from the old Superman show. What's that? I thought that was just Jimmy Olsen from the old Superman <laughs> TV show. He was always tied up in a corner. He was. He was. What'd you say, John? No, I was going
0: to say, I know there's several academics that have written books about
2: Oh yeah, Marston, and, and yeah.
0: I, yeah. <laughs> also from
1: yeah. Uh, DC, we have Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number three. Um, I'm mentioning that because I, I did read number one. I actually thought it was really good. Um, the only thing you have to remember when you're reading that this miniseries is that it does not follow any of the current continuity of Batman or current continuity of the Turtles. So if you're reading the IDW series, it's going to be (laughs) certain people are alive that are not alive (laughs) um, in the current continuity. Uh, They are alive in this miniseries. And then with Batman, Batman is Bruce Wayne in this miniseries, where in the regular uh, DC universe, it's actually Jim Gordon right now. So, So it's just kind of, if you know the classic version of these characters, this is a good miniseries to read. It's uh, written by James Tinian fourth and Freddie Williams II. So evidently you they have a number after your name to, to work on this book. <laughs> He-Man, Eternity War, number 15. Um, it, it seems like this might be the last issue of Eternity War. Um, I don't know if it's going to change title or, or anything like that, but I know jumping ahead, if you look at uh, March's solicitations, there is not any He-Man book in there at all. Um, And this one actually says uh, a notice to retailers that this story was previously scheduled to run in issue 14. So evidently this story wasn't ready for issue 14. So they did issue 15 as issue 14. And now they're doing issue 14 as issue 15. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. And then uh, a couple of hardcovers that are coming out. One is blackest night unwrapped hardcover. Uh, So it's, the blackest night story but it's the pencil work um they did this with Batman hush before but what uh, so you're getting to see all the pencil work from uh, Yvonne Hayes the only thing I don't like with the unwrapped ones I love the fact of being able to see the pencil work but what they do is they actually put the word balloons in there too so the word balloons look like they would if you're actually reading the comic and then you got the pencil work underneath it so it's a little weird. <clears throat> but the other uh, hardcover that's coming out that I definitely would recommend to anyone is uh, Gotham Central. It's going to have an omnibus comes out, which collects the entire series. It was written by Ed Brubaker and Greg Rucka. And the art was by Michael Lark. And this was a fantastic series. It focused on the cops of the GCPD. Have you guys read any of that at all? Yeah, I read no. it when it
2: was out. When it was out, yeah, I got the issues when it came out. So yeah, I, I bought the digitals when when those came out. Oh, okay, too. cool. I still I still enjoy it.
1: Oh yeah, it's fantastic.
2: Um, and then from Vertigo
1: is uh, one I wanted to mention was Sheriff of Babylon number three this is coming out, and the reason I wanted to mention this is because I did get to read number one. If you like <clears throat> gritty realism, um, like if you're a GI Joe fan and you like you like it when it's a bit more real. You should be reading Sheriff of Babylon because it's a very realistic story with a lot of intrigue, a lot of espionage type stuff going on. Uh, people manipulating each other to get what they want. Um, <clears throat> and it's written by Tom King and Tom King has a background with the CIA. So he knows what he's talking about. In fact, wouldn't be surprised if some of these characters and some of these stories are based on actual people. Would not shock me at all. Uh, Jumping into uh, IDW, we have uh, Street Fighter X G.I. Joe. I don't know why it's X G.I. Joe, but it's uh, number one.
0: Times G.I. Joe, maybe? Oh,
1: maybe. Yeah, could be that.
0: So Ryu times Snake Eyes equals (laughs) question mark?
1: Equals don't really know how this miniseries will be.
0: I have to say, of all the GI Joe extroverse kind of stuff, yeah, you know, I have seen a bit about this. This actually is kind of interesting to me. I okay. have a few of those figures from the 90s run, the, right. the Street Fighter two figures. and uh, you know I, I have not seen any of the real art work up or anything, but I've read uh, either Comics Alliance or CBR. One of them has had some interviews with the writer. Okay. It, 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 it's interesting. I yeah. would at least, I I would be apt to give at least the first issue a read just to see, you know, cause you know, why yeah. not? Yeah. You know, it's, it's it, I don't, it's I wasn't really familiar with the writer
1: or the artist that was on it. I've not really yeah. seen their I'm not either. work before,
0: but I think, and I think the eight bit cover, is that the eight bit with Guile and,
1: and uh, Gun-ho. Gun-ho. oh yeah, That's
0: awesome! Yeah. I, I think that was really really cool. But yeah, and they even did like almost like a,
1: a Mortal Kombat cover too with uh, Ryu and Destro, where he's like yes. blood splatter yep. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I love the eight bit cover. I thought that was fantastic, and I think they're doing the eight bit cover for every single issue also.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it'll, I think it'll be interesting. I I always liked Street Fighter. Obviously, I like G.I. Joe. So. Um, it's not as good as the regular series no it's not as good as the regular no, series especially the artwork right except when they have one artist on it and <laughs> say which one sure. <clears throat> but speaking of art here's something I know Shannon you're interested in which is the Al Williamson Star Wars the Empire strikes uh, back artist edition. Uh, I already have my order in. <laughs> Um, and they actually give some preview pages. It's obviously beautiful, absolutely glorious, and I can't wait to see it in full size. But yeah, its I, I was drooling when I saw that was coming out, which I recently got the artist edition of Star Wars. We were talking a little bit before we did the show, um, which has like selected issues from the Marvel run, and it's got like Howard Chaikin and just a bunch of different creators on it. Um, that's absolutely gorgeous also. So, uh, not as beautiful. Honestly, I would say not as beautiful as this, cause this is super detailed and just amazing looking. So, um, Transformers number 50 and Transformers more than meets the eye number 50. So these series, they've actually let them reach <laughs> the 50th issue before relaunching them again, which they did do a couple times. So, um, this is all hail Optimus, which the, uh, last story that, one of the stories I absolutely love from the IDW run was the All hail Megatron. So, obviously, they're playing off of that a little bit. Um, to and so, I'm kind of curious where where this will go. Um, <clears throat> now, a little bit of my rant, if I can speak. Yes, um, coming at you. <laughs> rant 3D. Rant. So,
0: <clears throat> rant.
1: I love the IDW hardcovers. I absolutely adore them. I think they're beautiful, especially for the price. Um, That you get them at. There's a lot of issues in them, but you don't have to put out every single hardcover for every single series you're doing in the exact same month. In fact, you pick the shortest month that there is and you put out a hardcover for Transformers, you put out a hardcover for G.I. Joe, you put out a hardcover for. Ninja Turtles, you put out a hardcover for Lock and Key, you put out a, um, a hardcover for J. Scott Campbell's artwork, you put it was just, <clears throat> there was f- at least for anyone that listens to the show and likes the Joe's Universe stuff, you had three hardcovers coming out in one month it's just, you spread them out a little bit, it's, it, it's ridiculous I, and I realize not everyone gets all of these properties, I understand that but it just, like I was already getting the artist edition, which, you know, that's something completely separate. But then all of a sudden I got to these and I was like, well, damn, I want to get these hardcovers too. But there's three of them related to the show all coming out in the same exact month. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever why you would not just spread them out a little bit. But like I said, to load up all these hardcovers into one month and you're picking on the shortest month of the year it, it just—I didn't understand the, the reasoning behind it. I understand the logic behind it. It just makes absolutely no sense because I would think you'd want to sell all of these hardcovers if you could, but it's really hard to do when you're putting them all out in the exact same month. So that's—that was my mini rant. Was just attacking my my wallet by putting out all these hardcovers in one month. That just bugged the shit out of me when it happened.
2: I love the fact that you waited until you sounded like Sam a Lip before you actually started <laughs> going into this rant. And I would just like to say the opinions
0: of Ryan Drost are not necessarily so those of the, <laughs> of the other hosts of Star, Joe, Star Joe's podcast.
2: I don't know about these damn hardcovers. Uh, just hey, hitting so, in so the I, wallet.
0: You, you mentioned, what's the Campbell hardcover? What is that?
1: So there is a, um, let me get to that. I'll jump ahead. Here. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I, I mentioned it. so, But there is a J. Scott Campbell um, Danger Girl hardcover that is a uh, sketchbook. So it's J. Scott Campbell Danger Girl sketchbook expanded edition hardcover. And I Should love – Shouldn't that be like a double D?
2: <laughs> version?
1: Well, I love uh, J. Scott – Double artwork, stitching. So. There you go. So I I definitely wanted to pick that up, but then I was like, holy crap, I get all these other books. So um, And I hate not getting them because I've run into situations where I didn't get one and then it went out of print and I forgot to order it and and it was ridiculously expensive and thank God they reprinted it later. Um, So I usually snatch these up as soon as they become available, but they said you put out three of them in one month. And then you have hard covers of other titles out there. And I know they're not ones that everyone else is interested in, but it's just, like I said, just putting out every single hardcover you can in the same month. It just doesn't make any business sense, let alone sense to people who are fans of your work and everything. So
2: I, I can see the the meeting at IDW now. I was like, well oh, we can't do that. Ryan, just, <laughs> uh, you can't afford it.
1: Well, I know they don't give a shit what I say, but and that's fine. But, like I said, it just it just really bugged me when I saw all of these coming
2: out the exact same. <laughs> well, they don't listen to me. What makes you think they?
1: <laughs> they might listen to me more than you though.
2: Everybody does. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so in this... this guy gets a green screen, he thinks he owns the world.
1: That's right. So in this, in February, they're having Transformers IDW Collection Phase Two Volume Three hardcover coming out. The G.I. Joe IDW Collection, Volume 6, uh, which uh, sadly does not have any of Shannon's artwork in it.
0: <laughs> so, so, like, IDW, Number 6, so is that, uh, is that like the Karen Travis stuff? What is? No,
1: it's not even that far yet.
0: They're still not that far, okay.
1: No, it's um, G.I. Joe Series 2, Issues 0 through 4, Cobra, Issues 1 through 4, and Snake Eyes, Issues 1 through 4.
0: Wow, Okay. So,
1: so that was the snake eyes series that Robert had started doing.
0: Yeah. The one that was supposed to be special special missions. that wouldn't have yeah.
1: Exactly. So, and then they're also going to have, uh, the Robert, te-
2: how do you feel about, uh,
1: the- oh, no, <laughs> we're also going to have the, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, IDW collection, volume two coming out, which, uh, has a splinter on the cover of it, but that collects issues 13 through 20 of the current IDW run, which is phenomenal. Um, so I highly recommend that um and then I found this to be interesting you guys will probably laugh when you hear about this title uh Earp have you guys seen this or heard about it
0: I've heard about it who's the creative team so
1: it's um I didn't recognize the creative team it's Bo Smith is the writer and yeah Innes or Innes is the artist I n n e s. So
0: I I, I think Bo is friends with uh, Billy Tucci in that group. Uh, I, I've I've seen his name on Facebook
1: okay. at least. So it's a U.S. Marshals uh, Black Badge Division has been fighting back against uh, supernatural threats for decades. But even the toughest werewolf, most bloodthirsty vampire, or grisliest zombie knows there's one agent to avoid at all costs: Winona Earp. So I was like. I like supernatural stuff, and I like chicks with guns. So
0: I wonder if her mom's name is Naomi. That would be You beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike.
2: Um, also, Back to the Future uh, issue she five. She gains three hundred pounds and she can't fight crime. <laughs> oh
0: wow. wow! I was going to say she had a little sister named Ashley that was into UK hockey, ice hockey, but you
1: know. wow. So. Uh, Back to the Future number five. Uh, I wanted to mention it because did you guys see that it's going to become an ongoing?
2: Nope. That, no. But only in the future.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Starting with issue six, it's going to be an ongoing series. So.
0: And it is is it the same creative team? Gail still going to be uh,
1: working uh, with I, them on? If so, I'd have to look at the previews for March um, to double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's still him that's working on it. So. Um, so yeah, I found that pretty interesting that it must've obviously it must've did pretty well.
0: Maybe by the time this gets released, I'll have shipped you your yeah, cover. Uh,
1: hey, you never know. You never know. <laughs>
0: well, you still were having Robert safe. do
1: that, right? Right. It's, it's going to come with Robert. a commission from Robert. Yeah, there you go. So,
0: Oh, I thought it was the guy that owed me a commission for five years. The shower name nameless, but,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. can, can I name him? Is
0: that me? No, <laughs> no, no. But, uh, but 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 uh, yeah no.
2: Is it who I think it is? Mm-hmm. Let me just ask that.
0: <laughs> you know, you worked it, on GI Joe for a while.
2: Yeah, doesn't it, doesn't it match Transformers and initials.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and there's a particular listener that will tr- pr- really appreciate this because he didn't realize we made inside jokes about this particular person until I had to point it out. So there you go, listener, um, and shoot me a note on
2: Facebook when you hear this, so you. <laughs> you, you've heard it loud and clear now. <laughs> I love that there's like an Illuminati kind of society going on behind the scenes <laughs> on this. <laughs> um,
1: Shannon, I don't know if you continued with. Did you continue with uh, Winter World? As far as no, I, I I dropped it. Butch <clears throat> left. Okay. Well, there is a trade uh, coming out called Winter World: Better Angels, Colder Hearts, which does have some of the Butch Dice art in it. Uh, it collects the eight issue series. Plus, the never before collected Frozen Fleet miniseries. Hmm. And then, uh, have you guys uh, read at all uh, from Image? It's uh, The Goddamned. Nope. Language. Hey, that's the title of the book. <clears throat> Can't believe I was a big that. fan of
0: the MF first, but no, I never <laughs> read the G- <laughs>
1: Uh, it's by Jason Aaron. It's I read the first issue and at first I was like, wow, I am really lost as to what's going on here. And then it like all comes together right at the end of the right near the end of the issue, and you're like, wow, this is, it was actually really brilliantly done because it wasn't like so confusing. that You're like, I don't want to read this anymore. It was just like, okay, this is gonna mean something somewhere. And then you, like say you get to the end of the issue and you're like, okay, this all makes sense now. And I was really eager to read the next issue when it comes out. So. Um, and then I, I wanted to mention the issue of Huck number four H U C K, only because they have a a B cover variant, uh, which is uh, a spoof off of E T. So.
0: Oh, I was hoping you were going to say it was about the B movie. <laughs> is that Huck like Huck Finn? Yeah. Really? I
1: don't know what it's about, but.
0: Oh, you're not reading it?
1: No, I'm not reading it.
0: Oh, well, the hell with that.
1: Yeah, I just said Screw it. Talk. <laughs> I don't
0: care if it's got a B cover with E.T. Screw E.T. We said we, we said we don't <laughs> care about that
2: stuff. Hey, some so moving people, on. Some people like 80s stuff. So. Oh, uh, wait, that was your only tie in to the show? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we don't even talk. Remember, we talked about E.T. being the little. Yep. What was it said? What was it, uh, Shannon, that you said? Uh, Oh, I don't um,
2: remember. I was drunk.
0: Like the little penis alien, or whatever. Like you know, I, oh
2: yeah, no, that's Rob Bricken on I He yeah, yeah, always refers so to it Birkin. as the. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, he refers to it as the scrotum alien.
0: The scrotum alien. So the scrotum alien cover is coming out for a, a book that none go. of us have read that we assume is about Huck Finn. It could be about. Speaking of books coming out, how about Strawberry Shortcake? Robert's again. Robert's not here to. Yeah. Know about but or yeah. Chuck.
1: Yeah, uh, Strawberry Shortcake's coming out as a free comic book day
2: initially. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's previews for later, I guess. But
1: All right, Well, that's, you can still mention it. That's
2: fine. You can't possibly compete with the Pink Panther. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you, that's right. Plug, plug,
2: I plug, plug, <laughs>
0: plug. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's not here. Ryan, do you remember I found that trade of Strawberry Shortcake that Chuck wanted? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I paid a dollar for it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the, one of the worst dollars I've ever spent, I'm sure. But yeah. Uh,
1: times, yeah. Yeah, hey, he still has it as far as I know. So, <laughs> um, Then we have uh, Bill and Ted Go to Hell, number 104. Which I actually liked the previous miniseries He's, of Bill and Ted. So.
0: Is Jerry Gaylord doing the pencils on that? Uh,
1: let me double check. I s- skipped past it for a second there. i go back to it. Uh, what the hell is it? Um, it's actually illustrated by Bachan, B-A-C-H-A-N. Okay, I don't know who that is. Not to
0: be confused with Dokken. Right,
1: right. Yeah, don't confuse it with that
0: at all. all. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. So you read, but you read the last series because yeah. I know Jerry did uh, Jerry at least did covers. I want to say he did interiors for that book.
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. But yeah, I, I mean it was, good fun. Dude. it was good
1: dude. Yeah, I mean it was it was funny. I mean, which is what you want it to be. Um, very lighthearted and I mean it's Bill and Ted.
0: So it's not well it's gotta have death in it if they go to hell, right? Right, exactly. So they're gonna give him a wedgie again?
1: <clears throat> I would assume so. Nice. <laughs> They'll play Battleship Twister. <laughs> um <clears throat> I know the one episode we talked about the Twilight Zone. Uh, from Dynamite, there's gonna be the Twilight Zone nineteen fifty nine seems like it's a one-shot that's coming out. Journey back to where it all began. The year was 1959. The Twilight Zone took over the airwaves, and television was changed forever. Now Dynamite has recruited three all-star writing talents to craft a unique Twilight Zone story, paying homage to where it all began. So it's going to be Tom Payer, Mark Rahner, and John Lehman, which John Lehman is the only one I really recognize by name. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to read a really bad '80s comic, you can pick up uh, Voltron: From the Ashes, number six six. <laughs> or you can Sorry. just, or in the same month, you can also get the trade paperback. Um, you know, which has nothing to do with the original team. Well, it does have a little bit to do with the original.
0: So team. wait, they're going to put out the last issue in a in a trade in the same same month? That yep. Issue in
1: it? That which shows how nice. much confidence they have in it. So. Nice. I don't think Dynamite knows what the hell to do with Voltron. To be perfectly honest with oh, you,
0: said that before.
1: Yeah, and I'll who, say it. Who, I'll say it again well, until they get. I, rid I of won't.
0: That. I won't. I won't ask on the episode <laughs> who the creative team is because I don't want to. Yeah,
1: we don't want to bash anyone.
2: Yeah, that's it's okay. never stopped you before. <laughs>
0: <but>. <laughs> that's no. Cute. I know some guys that worked on Voltron before. They're really good eggs, but that was a while ago. So, yeah. I just, wait, uh, I'm on
2: the show when you pick on my stuff, what right.
0: Do you think? What? right? Oh, that ah. is bullshit. What? <laughs> No
2: there's, no, there's no Nerf. clicking on it. I just don't Nerf. read it at all anymore. That's where I am. <laughs>
1: so Titans Comics is going to have uh, Doctor Who, the fourth Doctor, number one, uh, coming out, which is the uh, Jelly
2: Babies Doctor. So, <laughs> I love how that's referred to him. Not the scarf, not the big teeth, the curly hair. No, it's the Jelly, Jelly Babies, Babies Doctor. Right. Okay. That's right. Fair enough. In the uh, book section,
1: there's a Star Wars Little Golden Books library. So if you have a little kid and you want to get them started right, you can pick those up and read. Yeah, Grub.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Stock up now.
1: Yeah, our buddy uh, Eric Grub had, uh, had a son named Ewan. So, congratulations.
2: It, it, can you imagine how many conversations went back and forth about Han? No, Han, Let's name him Han.
0: <laughs> I was waiting because I figured it would be Star Wars related, and and I wasn't. I was a little hesitant. Yep. I got really funny. excited for for Grub and and for Liz and yeah. uh, I wish them all the best. It's going to yep. be a quite an exchange, a, quite an ex- exciting time.
2: Yeah, I just think Palpatine's a weird middle name. But, you know. <laughs>
1: Well, he said I did kind of get a Star Wars name in there. It's, it's His name is Ewan, and I was like, for Ewan McGregor. So. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know if that was his initial intention behind it, but he at least worked it in there somehow.
0: Uh, you, you mentioned, it totally changed itself as you back to yeah. comics, you mentioned Titan a few minutes or a minute yeah. ago. So on a previous preview episode, and I think at least the two of us, and maybe Shannon was here too, I, I don't remember for sure. <laughs> But we talked about a Titan comic that was coming out that was Garth Ennis and Keith Burns, and it was a war book. But it had a different title.
2: Oh, I, it yeah. was
0: called like Real War Comics or something. It ended up – it came out. It was Johnny Red.
2: Uh-oh.
0: And I have to say in my non-Star Joe's-related review piece, I read this Johnny Red, which was apparently a British comic from the 50s. Oh, wow. About a British pilot who who leads a Russian uh, crew or Russian uh, uh, group of pilots during World War II, mm-hmm. and so this this Johnny Red the 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 Garth Ennis one is basically like a continuation of the series from the fifties.
1: Oh, nice! Um,
0: I picked up number one. At the local comic shop was having a big sale over Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and they had all this stuff in dollar bins. And It had just come out. It was a November release. It was in the dollar bin already. I go, is this in the right place? And the guy's like, if it says a dollar, I really liked it. And, I, and this cool. Keith Burns, I really liked his, it's real sketchy. The cover is kind of Dan Panosian style kind of thing, and there's a dude in it. Uh, the one of the Russian guys looks just like one of the October Guard. Like it. it oh, nice. I mean, I got so excited when I read it. But it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's called Johnny Red, and I'm gonna go back and read some of the old stuff because I really liked what I read in that first issue.
1: Very so, cool. Very
0: cool. But that's cool. got to be what we talked about many moons ago. Yeah, probably being a Garth Ennis war book. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't called Johnny Red; it was called something else. At the
1: well, I know one. he did uh, War Stories. He's been doing War right. Stories, but then there was another one also that he came out with. So yeah,
0: and this this would have come out about the time we talked about. It, but yeah, okay. Johnny Red. Okay. And it was uh, from Titan. I, nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was really very
1: cool. cool. Um, just the last cu- few items I just found some of them amusing. Uh, I'm not a big Mego fan at really at all. I had a few when I was a kid, but that was it. Um,
0: What's that? Uh, Shannon is now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always
2: was. Well, yeah, I know you were.
1: This okay. might interest you. They are having the DC, you know, the, how they've been doing the uh, the newer versions of them. Uh, so they have the DC Super Friends Retro Wonder Twins and Gleek action figures that are done in the Mego style.
2: Oh.
0: Oh. So you might want to look yeah, out for that. Oh, yeah. I actually may pick that up for my niece and nephew. That's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. I want it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh pop vinyl if you collect those they're, they are going to have a Voltron one so pop to make vinyl up for the to make Is pop
0: vinyl like funko or those little stubby short <laughs> yes. ones i can't keep those straight yep. okay
1: yeah it's like those yeah to uh they fun uh pop vinyl can actually do uh Voltron better than dynamite can so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: um
1: <clears throat> they're also for uh Star Wars collectors of the mini-busts that have always been done by, uh, I'm trying to remember, Gentle Giant. That's who it is. They're going to have uh, Force Awakens First Order Stormtrooper. Uh, so you can start collecting those again. And uh, there's also, if you have uh, you know extra $430 sitting around, there's the Castlevania Simon Belmont statue, which actually looks pretty sweet, mm. but also... Really-
0: Robert's for that.
1: Yeah. It looks a lot like the one that he drew, actually. Cool. Nice. And then artifacts, uh, which I actually really like these. Um, I think they're done pretty well. They're going to have uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens C3PO, R2D2, and BB-8 is a group um, that you can get. You can also get the Star Wars: Force Awakens First Order Stormtrooper, uh, which you can get different. There's different pauldrons you can have for his his shoulder, uh, so you can have them all. If you get a bunch of them, you can have them all look different if you wanted to. And then, last but not least, because uh, I saw this and just figured I had to mention it, is the R2D2 oven mitt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a necessity for any household,
1: right? Especially mine. So, um, so yeah, it is the Star Wars I am R2D2 fabric oven mitt. For uh, <laughs> there's a single pack for $12.99 and the two pack for $24.99. Uh, Star Wars cookware is, uh, or kitchenware is, a good thing to end on. So, <laughs> do you guys have anything else before we close up this episode?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you start that video podcast, you're gonna have to get actual crickets,
2: I right? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. There so you go. Show she them running around room. the studio. Yeah. Show them on screen.
2: Um, you're just me standing in the corner going. <laughs> waving my arms
1: i am going to have a very interesting rating system for the for the video cast so Uh it's basically a, a zero through five rating system but uh rather than just rating everything zero one two three four five i came up with some creative things and got some input from some people uh on what to call every every stage um so there'll be some interesting images with those along with
2: uh, sounds dirty
1: yeah <laughs> it could be could be excellent um all right so Shannon how can they find your stuff
2: <laughs> I like the way I answered that last time <laughs> but I'll just say uh, slgallant.com okay <laughs> well
1: last time you were a lot more drunk when you said it. well yeah
2: give it time <laughs> we have another
1: episode we're doing right exactly Pulling the, pulling that curtain back a little bit Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> John, how can they find you?
0: Sure, GPS. Facebook, John. Yeah, <laughs> or, or look for uh, Robert Atkins. He's probably standing outside my window. <laughs> right. uh, Facebook, it's John Thurmond, and uh, always happy to connect there. I've had several folks connect with me over the last little bit uh, there. Um, uh, Twitter, that John Thurmond, or if you want to learn a little bit more, about uh human resources in my professional world what i do outside of this podcast uh john underscore thurmond uh because john thurmond is taken in the son of a bitch who has it uh hasn't used it in five <laughs> years and i can't get twitter to give it to me so uh and, and i would like to our uh, shameless plug virginia comic-con is back around it's a new year the first show is february 6th one day show richmond racetrack in the larger uh space that we've had there so we're calling it a a, a double x show 2xl show uh it does not mean we're having magic mike it does not mean it's uh people my size filling up the place but it is uh going to be a longer a longer day uh extended hours for people that may be working or what have you to come in uh we've reduced ticket prices and i know for this show we've got uh kelly yates is coming in and and uh, my pal Jamie Cosley will be there as well. And, and uh, again, that the tickets and information there is VA.com. And uh, I would like to say, I think I mentioned it on Facebook, but but Ryan, again, congratulations on six years. I, I've, I wish I could go back to the old forums to figure out when I jumped on board. I want to say it was probably like episode 13 or 14. Yeah. You know, that I started. Listening, I know you read my email because originally I was like, "Hey man, I'm all Star Wars because or GI <laughs> Joe because I sold all my Star Wars toys." And you guys gave me shit about that, but uh, <laughs> but it's it, it really it, it's been a great ride. I'm I'm so excited to be you know here now and be able to talk about it. But again, congratulations Thanks. and looking forward to see what else we do here in uh, 2016.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty fun. It's funny too you mentioned that because there's people that have um, that I know a lot better now that mentioned stuff that they said way back then. And I'm like, holy crap, that was you. Like, I just don't like a lot of times wouldn't put the pieces together, even if they used their real name back then and not just a forum name. Um, I still like, don't, I'll remember the instance. So like you mentioning that right now, I remember talking about that. I didn't remember that that was you. So
0: (laughs) I barely remember it was me, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, uh, like I said, I think that was five, You know, I got in fairly early on. It wasn't there from day one or yeah. episode zero. But, uh, but like I said, congratulations again. And, oh yeah. And, and it's just it's been excited. an interesting
1: ride, and it's been amazing how much this thing has evolved beyond uh, what I thought it would be. And uh, the thing I'm most grateful for is, which I'm sure uh, you feel the same way. Like it's the friendships that I've made because of it. Because um, I certainly wouldn't know either of you if I wasn't doing the podcast. Uh, I would, I'd probably be going, "Who the hell's doing this art on GI Joe?" No.
2: Funny, <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Well, no, it, it's true, and, and you know, I've said it before. And it, he's not here to defend himself. Yeah, you know, I met Robert back in 2009. Yeah. at a convention, and just happened to be, fo- you know, started following him, and I believe I heard him on DC Noise. Uh, yeah, at some point though, he mentioned you guys, and that's how I, yeah, jumped on. And then, of course, when Shannon and I had that ill fated, uh, Virginia Con, uh, art auction where we, uh, shared beers and commiserated and and just, you know, (laughs) had a a wonderful evening together. And, you know, we don't need a room because we're adult men that are married, but, but we, you know, we, we d- good. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah you don't uh, it's where you called me your husband to the poor guy at the Mexican restaurant but uh, oh, but you Lord. know but but being able to get him here and anyway it, it, it is it has been really fun to see see our relationships develop and, and yeah. grow and and uh, you know it's uh, it's just really special so yeah
1: well and I will say too like that's my hope for doing the YouTube channel is reaching another audience out there, and I know there's the trolls out there, I know there's the people, they're going to be nasty and oh, Jack
0: yeah, I'm going to do
2: it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh Miss Jackson. <laughs> Action Jack. Well,
0: it's Miss Jackson if you're nasty.
2: But, right,
1: exactly. Yeah. But uh, I'm hoping to reach a new audience, and I'm hoping that both the people that listen to the, sh- the podcast yeah, check- both both of the people that listen right to- <laughs> the two of us right. I'm hoping that the people mom dad I hope you do. <laughs> I'm hoping the people that listen to the podcast will go check out the YouTube channel. I'm hoping the people that discover the YouTube channel will then be interested enough to check out the podcast. I'm hoping they'll kind of feed into each other. We are not I'm not doing what a lot of what there are a lot of other podcasts do, which is they just take their podcast. And put it up as a video, and then you have to sit there and watch, you know, images for, you know, two hours or whatever their podcast length is. I just don't feel like that's an effective way to reach a YouTube audience. You need to be short. You need to be quick, and give them new material that they're not going to get someplace else. And I've I think been short
2: my whole life. I can do this.
1: <laughs> and I think it's good for our listeners that want more material because then there'll be another avenue to get more Star Joe's material. So. Um, I think I, I think it'll be interesting, and like I said, I'm hoping it'll reach new people that we'll then get to know, and uh, they'll become part of the community, so I'm excited. Um, but you can find the podcast at StarJoes.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have a group page and a fan page. The fan page is mostly, like, updates as far as news and things going on with the podcast. Um, the group page is really for anyone to post whatever they want, and we talk about it. Um, and there's Twitter, which is at Star Joe's Podcast. You can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail message. It's 440 941 Joes, 440 941 J O E S. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. It's a free app for your mobile devices, and you can make Star Joes one of your favorites. You can also download the Podbean uh, app and download episodes of Star Joes through that as well. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review if you never have. And uh, with, I think that's everything. Uh, But so we'll just go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you.
0: Because knowing us is half the battle.
1: Take care, everyone.
2: Imagine this. Hey, we're behind enemy lines. What's that? It's the cover. Dreadnoughts. Torch, Ripper, and Buzzer. Let's tell the Joe. The G.I. Joe Checkpoint. Who's the commando? Snake Eyes. And there's Alpine. And Airtight. And the Joe Air Defense.
0: Yeah! yeah! G.I. Joe Air Defense. G.I. Joe Checkpoint. Cobra Bunker and Joe and Dreadnoughts figures each sold separately from Hasbro.